This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. Splash Refresher spices up my daily water intake by putting fun and hydration in one. Because as a mom, I already have my hands full. Every Splash Refresher flavor is delicious, bright, flavorful, and zero calories. I don't waste time on flavorless water I don't enjoy. I just drink Splash and I like it. My favorite flavor is the lemon. It really does taste like lemonade. My favorite is the mandarin orange flavor. There's a flavor for everyone to enjoy. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Hello and welcome to Childproof by Betches Media. I'm Gwenna Lakeland and this is Tori Phantom. This podcast is dedicated to the parents who feel confident about all the choices they've made that led them to this point. Is, are, there, are there people that, that do that? Oh. I don't think so. This is also dedicated to parents who think every choice they make is wrong and can't stop comparing themselves to other parents. Yeah, that's that's really the, that's, that's where that's... I fall into. I just assume there's an opposite of me. Yeah, that's. <laughs> are, there, are there parents who feel like they know what they're doing? Could you Maybe. share that sensation with me? It was like a Tuesday in 2016. I felt pretty good. Uh, <laughs> Today we have a very incredible, exciting guest, and her name is Emily. Emily Jean. Jean. Her name is Emily Jean, but we refuse to pronounce it properly. And <laughs> she is all about normalizing normal. Hi, Emily. Hello, friends. We love Emily. I love you guys. And I compare myself a lot to Emily because she just stays doing things. She's just always, always on the move. Which is wild to me because I compare myself to you guys all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Because I think the bane of parental existence, because this is not a phenomenon unique to moms. It's really not even a phenomenon unique to parents, but this is a parenting podcast. So suck it up. We're only going to talk about the parenting perspective. (laughs) But like the amount that the Internet has fucking broken us as to I'm not doing it right. Like, look at this bitch. I'm not living life right. And we all we all recognize that social media is a highlight reel, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't. We, it do, we still do matter. it all the time. You're doom yeah. scrolling going, oh, they're doing all these cool things and I'm doom scrolling. I should do something. Like with absolutely no judgment. I want to see the the like basements of the people who did the aesthetic fridge restocks where they've <laughs> tossed all of the boxes and like there's the extra shit that didn't fit in the containers they're their mm-hmm. overstock place i want to see that of yeah, the aesthetic cool. fridge restockers because i know there's disaster somewhere there has to be right it's it's hidden in a closet somewhere some <laughs> of us the disaster is our life and some people have a disaster in their basement you know to each their own uh, <laughs> so emily your your big thing, which by the way, I have a confession to make to you, Emily. Uh-oh. I am mad at you. Why? That Don't you, do this to me. You claimed <laughs> normalizing normal as your tagline because it's okay. such a good goddamn tagline. It's so good. <laughs> I hate so- that you thought of it first and like just made it your thing. Like I love that it is your thing, but I hate that you got it first and I didn't get it. I have do the thing. But yeah, it's millennial cringe. I have, will this work for every family? No, but it works for ours. Mine's it's not a even a tagline. It's a no, fucking it's a, paragraph. That's a good one. <laughs> that tracks for you. Tracks Shut for up. You, but... <laughs> I didn't do it on purpose. It just happened. It slipped out of my mouth and then it stuck is what happened. Yes. I think that's how taglines work. Uh, yeah. That's how it's worked for me, but mine aren't so insightful. 
I'm just like, okay, bye. What's the tagline? <laughs> and well, let's talk about what is normal. I think that's if we're talking to Emily, we have to ask for the definition. Normal to me is outside the highlight reel. It's the full encompass. It's the it's the overstock in the basement. It's yeah. what I what I love. My favorite like analogy of it with social media and parenting is the Disney World um, idea. It's mm-hmm. how I think about social media. Like you go when you see Disney World on social media, you see the family photo in front of the castle, and everyone's smiling, and they have popcorn buckets, and they have balloons, and the you know the caption is oh insert last name took on Disney World magical memories, com- yeah. you know happened today. If you're in Disney World, no, everyone's screaming, everyone's crying, <laughs> all of the moms are swearing, and the children are giggling. And it's universal. Like we went for one day in January and I'm looking around and I was like, oh, okay. So we're all kind of suffering here for the glimpses of madness place on earth. But but I post, but I have the picture of us in front of the castle. So I I like to show the full experience and not just the one second of everyone smiling. So when we're talking about normalizing normal, we're really, if, if you're going to drill that in, you're normalizing your normal. Because again, yep. mom comparisons, my normal does not look like either of you two's normal right. at all. And and we are in real life, outside the podcast, outside social media, we are actually friends with yes. each other and right. we still don't do anything the same. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Right. And that's, I think that's the important part of what you do, because I will never forget the first time I saw you come across my for you page and you were just so and this is all over the floor (laughs) you know and it was just so that that little like the laugh about it because I think so many of us hold so much shame like I'm gonna record a video let me push the junk on my counter to out of frame let me put you can't see my junk (laughs) even with the normalizing normal do you occasionally clear frame to make some videos I never do Good job. I'm so impressed. For me, it's the best gig on the planet because I don't have to do that. And I don't have to dress up or be a character. I'm just like myself. And if the house is cleaner one day or messier one day, it just is what it is. It's just it's just my normal in the moment. Literally normal. It's how we all we live in our houses. And the idea that we should always have like showroom ready houses. No, please don't just randomly stop by my house. I won't let you in most days. Now, I know we've we've sort of talked about this like for the past episode that we've already recorded, but like I want to get this into like a sound biteable version. Why is representation like this, like the normalizing normal? Why is that important for you? Well, for me, I I've, I felt like with my first child in pregnancy, I was really that bitch. OK, that annoying mm-hmm. one. I like I lost weight while I was pregnant. <sighs> I had like my first, I pushed her out in 10 minutes. Like it was yeah. just this, like, I was like, oh, I should have 15 kids. I am born to do this. I am the chosen one. I am, I am, wow. Just look at me go. And it was just this, you know, I had one baby. I was a stay at home mom. I just, it was wonderful. And so then I got pregnant again because that's mm-hmm. what happens. <laughs> they lure you into that false sense of security. This is mm-hmm. easy. Anyone can do this. Right. It was a very different experience the second time around. And then all of a sudden my house started to fall apart and mm-hmm. um, I just I was crying and I had postpartum. It was just very different. And so I'm scrolling TikTok because that's what we were all doing in 2020. And all I was seeing were these beautiful mothers 
baking with their children and slow motion and they were matching outfits and their houses were spectacular and huge and beautiful. And I was just looking around going, oh, man, I'm not very good at this. Like I equated it to somehow being the same thing, which now I don't anymore. But so I just as a joke um, to make myself feel better, I guess, was to put my messy house on the Internet and my chaos and my toddlers and myself and then what I was met with was a lot of embrace and a lot of thank yous and a lot of this is making me feel better because I'm seeing myself represented. And it just it made me feel better, too, when you have a bunch of people saying, oh, this is exactly how my house is. And it just kind of let me let go of that shame. It's really finding the community aspect of it that like, Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, that's most of us are actually more like this with more stuff that doesn't have a home. Yeah, Gwenna. Gwenna does everything. That's her catchphrase is put it away, not down. Put it away, not down. I taught that to my kids. I don't put it away, not down, but I'm teaching my kids (laughs) to put it away, not down because I'm friends with Gwenna. I think double standards are just a universal in parents and parenting. That's just how it works. Because I I felt very much the same thing when I started Mama Cusses way back in the day as an e-zine. You can shame me if you need to, but it was an e-zine before it was a social media. When I started Mama Cusses, it was very much, I don't feel heard. I don't feel seen. I don't feel understood because the way I'm doing this, it makes sense for me. And I cannot be the only person that this makes sense for. I just, I can't, I have banned coffee tables from my house. I can't have them because they will become a strong stressor and they're not for our family not a necessary thing. Now, if you're about to like enter the comments or start commenting on all our stuff, I need my coffee table. Okay. I love that for you. But I don't. I don't need your coffee table. <laughs> we recently just got a coffee table for the first time in seven years because- Is it covered in shit? Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you had to ask that, clearly. <laughs> and and so my, my kid, uh, I had to get rid of them because my kid is mine. And that means that she can't walk in a straight line without falling. And so she had fallen one day and whacked her face on the coffee table. She's a scar from it. And like, she just fell. Right. And so I got rid of the coffee table and then I had this like tiny little, it was like a one foot by one foot, tiny little table that I hid between the recliner and the couch. So it was like far back. Tell me how she still fell and hit the other side of her face on that. And she's got a scar on the other side, too. At least she's symmetrical. Yeah, I got rid of that table, too. But now I'm like, okay, she's a preteen. I can have a coffee table. We'll see. We'll see. It's been a few months. We're good so far. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to stow away those jackets and sweaters and break out the shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Okay, yes, it's time to put away the sweaters unless you married a polar bear. I definitely married a polar bear, and he keeps this house at a number I don't want to say because it's too low. My saving grace is that I get to wear the softest cotton sweater. It's so cozy and it's bulky and I love it and I get to use it all year round. Quince sweaters are so good. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. 
And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash childproof for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash childproof to get free shipping and 365-day returns. One last time, quince.com slash childproof. Did you know that summer is so close? I've been trying desperately not to think about it. And our kids are going to be home from sunup to sundown for several months. I love them so much. I love spending time with them. I have so many exciting things planned, but we're also going to have a lot of downtime. We need things to do for the rainy day that are going to keep them engaged and help them to be creative. And I found the solution. KiwiCo. Oh, it's raining and gross outside? Cool. Would you like to dig up dinosaurs or build a windmill? Those are the Kiwi kits we have. KiwiCo encourages kids to get outside, explore, and stay off their screens. Awesome projects from the Summer Adventure series like the Bottle Rocket Kit, where kids build an actual bottle rocket, help to turn outdoors into a playground of learning and fun. We've made the Bottle Rocket and it was incredibly fun. You'll be surprised at how high quality the materials are, too. These are real engineering, science, and art projects for children. As a parent, it can be hard to find creative ways to keep your children busy and challenged. KiwiCo does the legwork for you so you can spend quality time tackling projects together. Build the best summer ever with KiwiCo. Get 20% off on your summer adventure series at KiwiCo.com with promo code CHILDPROOFSUMMER. That's 20% off your summer adventure at KiwiCo.com promo Promo code Childproof Summer. Once more, KiwiCo.com. Promo code Childproof Summer. Emily, we opened with you are a go, 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 go constantly. Mm-hmm. You are an extroverted activity planner. You do the things, even if it's a spontaneous thing. Yeah. You're you prefer to be out and about more mm-hmm. than you prefer to be in and around. Yeah, the stay-at-home mom who hates staying at home. <laughs> we are not the same right yeah like this i am now speaking foreign language so if it doesn't make sense it's because i don't i could never what do you mean there's outside my house no no no. doordash and walmart can be delivered to me i don't need to leave for that i instacarted a printer because i didn't want to go to the store i was like they'll bring it here yeah we get, uh i have pretty active kids and so we we just all get a little itchy, a little confined in the house. And so yeah, I'm a I'm a go go go, which I didn't even think about until a lot of people were telling me, oh wow, I would <laughs> I would never go out with my two kids. And I was like, oh really? Okay, you know maybe this is like a skill set I've got going on here. But it yeah, absolutely we'll, we'll is one hundred percent. And that's a thing I think is important when we're having this conversation between the three of us is to recognize how wildly different we all approach everything. Yeah, yeah, and we're all still normal good parents we're normal yeah. good yeah there's a lot of different ways to do things do you have a magical trick because your kids are in extracurriculers well mm, one is of. yeah one is one do is. you have a magic trick for entertaining the little while the big is doing their thing mm-hmm. low expectations <laughs> <laughs> snacks and screens <laughs> Yeah, he's he. Uh, my eldest is in gymnastics. Um, once a week, it's an hour long class. And my youngest, he's three, and we just he'll walk all around the gym, and we'll get some French fries. They've got a little cafe there. We bring the iPad, and just like I'll just follow him around, and I just don't expect him to sit still for an hour. And that's yeah. just what it is, and it's fine. But yeah, oh, wait, it's, you mean you just let your kid be a kid? 
and then they're actually I, pretty well behaved. I also yeah. don't expect myself to sit still for an hour. So this yeah. works. <laughs> I understand that. I, on the other hand, can absolutely lump on a log for an hour. That's my threshold, but I can disassociate for an hour easily. Oh, yeah. I can't be alone with my thoughts. That's terrifying. <laughs> I said disassociate, no. not be alone with my thoughts. Those are two different things. Uh, yeah. uh, I think probably if we were to grade who leaves the house the most, obviously, Emily. And yeah. I do think I am a more out person than Gwenna. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm very particular about how, when, and where I go. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Playground in town. Yeah, I'll go there any day. Okay. It's two minutes from home. Mm-hmm. There's a public bathroom. We're, we're good. But if I am going to like a thing and I have to drive 45 minutes to get there into the city, I will plan that three weeks ahead of time and I will take the day off beforehand and just rot so <laughs> that I know that I have the mental capacity to go out of the house and be the parent I need to be and keep track. And that's my tagline with my children when we go places. There are three of you and one of me. I say that there are three of you. One of me. Can we please make sure we are aware of each other? (laughs) See, and I I actually think I fall right in the middle of you two because you you guys do leave the house more often. What I will do is marathon out of the houses. So if I have to go one place, we're going to go 23. We're going to get all of the out of housing done in a 24 hour period. Yeah. No, yeah. it's I, I kind of approach it like true crime podcast. Like, don't let them take you to a second place. <laughs> <laughs> That's not dangerous. If we go two places, we get one. Maybe oh, no. a drive through on the ride. Oh, no, we're doing Target. We're doing Home Goods. Yeah. I'm stopping by Starbucks. We're going to do a Costco run, and then we're going to stop by the grocery store. And then, oh, yeah, we need to get new bras, so I'm going to stop by the lingerie store. There are apps store. for all it's- of those things. They'll bring it right to your house. <laughs> I, I will leave the house for fun things. I, I I will go to the grocery store. That's my. That's the only store I'm going to. I will go get my groceries sometimes. There's plenty of stuff that I will order online, but, like, shoes... I- my feet aren't the same size, so I have to put on every pair of shoes I'm ever going to. And I, I, I don't have the executive function to ever do a return. If I order it online, oh, it arrives to my house. <laughs> it's just mine now. At that point, you're like, I've wasted money on worse things. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Lives in the closet Which is now. incredibly problematic with gummy Gwenna. Uh, oh, yeah. goodness. Oh, no. It doesn't go back. I want to send See, it back. I do have to leave the house for shoe shopping. And that is a yeah. whole that is a whole thing. My kid has uh, a leg length discrepancy. Her shoes, her feet are different sizes. So we have to go try them on. And it's this whole thing. And I have to bring the kids. And then by the time we leave, all of us look like we have just like seen a horror because we're just like, <laughs> no, not mm, overwhelming. There's too there's too much right now. I want less. <laughs> So, Emily, I'm going to put you slightly on blast because there was one moment where you you were voice messaging us mm-hmm. and the day started great. And then every little thing that could go wrong did go wrong. And you were voice messaging us mm-hmm. in our little group chat and just. Mm-hmm chipper and perky yeah the boy child he uh he's fully scraped his entire face off and uh the girl child projectile vomited in the back of my car uh, i handed her a bucket she looked at it and puked next to it and she was but it was that exact voice yeah 
how in the hell do you regulate yourself that well in out of house chaos? I well, you know, I don't know how I how I it's you know, what's funny. I regulate better outside of the house than I do inside of my house. Like, right. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like I just have that mentality of like, there's really nothing I could. I don't know. I just am more chill. Maybe I'm more relaxed because I'm less itchy inside the house. I don't know. Um, less confined, or maybe I just realized like I'm never going to see any of these people again so I <laughs> for an hour. And I, I also find that nine times out of 10, especially like other parents just give me like the nod, like, yeah, we've been right. There. That's that solidarity. solidarity. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I don't. It it break. I I get a uh, my threshold's like five p.m. and then the regulation just starts to go just straight downhill. <laughs> just if anyone needs to relate to that. See, and I don't know if it's the safety of my space, but I regulate so much better in my own home when I mm-hmm. we get out of public and stuff starts going wrong, and I'm starting to feel like anxious or annoyed or straight up angry. I mean, kids make you angry sometimes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's twice the work and seven times the emotional energy cost to go flipping out is not going to help anybody here. It's gonna make it worse. <laughs> Woo saw. Woo fucking saw. Woo fucking saw. <laughs> See, if you saw me in public when I am freaking out, you would think I was like Emily. I can keep that chipper voice. No one knows. It's the internal screaming for me. <laughs> I, I keep it on the inside. <laughs> that is the fun thing of, of having kids is not only do we have to regulate ourselves, but it's also like we have to predict what thing might set them off the handle in the middle of the Walmart. 20 minutes and, before it happens. Right. So, okay. Are we going to go? Okay. Do we have to go home? Oh, I'm cool with that. We have to go home. Oh, darn. Okay. No. Let's go. <laughs> the 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 biggest learning curve I ever I ever experienced, and I, this isn't really a thing that happens anymore because they've they've changed. But when Abby was little, three four years old, our Walmart still had the aquarium section, and they still sold fish. So there was this wall of fish tanks with all these little tropical fish floating around in there. And every time we'd go to the grocery store, Abby would be like, "Can we go see the fish?" Yeah. Sure. Until the one time that her favorite type of fish, and I I never knew what its name was, but her favorite type of fish, she went straight over to the tank. It was one of the black light ones. And all three of the fish were dead. Oh, no. Oh, no. The meltdown that ensued from my daughter because her favorite fishies were dead. And here's the thing is I made it worse because it did not occur to me that a four-year-old did not know what fish death looked like. And so she's like, mama, what happened to the fish? Oh, they died. <laughs> just, just going to drop that on her. Oh, they died. And today we learn about death, my child. <laughs> we all have an end. We'd had hermit crabs. We'd had our own goldfish and they had all passed away. And that's when I decided, I think we're done killing pets. Um, I think we're good for a little bit. We're all done. But. No, it just didn't occur to me that when the goldfish died, I handled it while she was at school. And then I told her, yeah, the, the, the goldfish went to goldfish heaven. Right. Um, the goldfish died. But in this case, it just didn't occur to me that that would be a traumatic that fish that we do not own. Would... Anyway, in the she middle of the down. Walmart. <laughs> so then I had to build in this additional layer of, can we go see the fish? Uh, yeah. Will you go grab that thing that we totally don't need from where I can see you all the fish are alive. Yeah, we can go see the fish. 
<laughs> Sorry, fish aren't here today, friends. Yeah, no, we don't have time, baby. I, th- I we need we need to get going. <laughs> I love the pet store with the kids, uh, but the problem is, is that sometimes I leave with more rats. Yeah, uh, but sometimes, every time, <laughs> every time. <laughs> Spring has sprung, and that means it's time for spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. So you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you're purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, new warm weather bedding, or a flight for that summer getaway. Other apps give you points that don't amount to much. With Ibotta, just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including all of your favorite grocery stores, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying Ibotta by using the code CHILDPROOF when you register. Just go to the App Store, Google Play Store, and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code CHILDPROOF. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code CHILDPROOF. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get to enjoying some time in the sun, but springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have seasonal allergies. My husband has seasonal allergies. So from about April till June, we all sound like this just constantly. This is what we sound like without Claritin. It helps so much with being able to enjoy springtime and outside without running a water faucet for a nose. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. So, Emily, what is self-care to you? We all have our own definitions. What is self-care to you? Well, I used to think of self-care as I think like what you see a lot talked about, like a face mask or a bubble bath, like spa days are the only viable self-care. Yeah. And that's not really my thing. Um, I like things that kind of fill my soul, my little cup of joy. Um, So reading, I got back into reading this year. Mm hmm. Um, I really like building Legos. I like I'm teaching myself how to play the piano. So when I do those things, that to me is self-care because I'm kind of doing things that make you happy and not stuff that's like that pampering. Yeah, I tried to take a bath once because I heard that's a thing that you're supposed to do to take care of yourself. And I got in and I was like, what do I do now? Uh, My self-care also, much like Emily, I got back into reading this year. Um, I was an avid reader and then I ADHD adulted my way out of reading and I just rediscovered that I do in fact know how to read books and I enjoy doing it. (laughs) I love that all of us this year were like, let's read more. Let's read some shit. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, and this is going to sound weird, 
But for me, self-care is my little Sunday reset, which you'd think, wait, working is not so no, but it very much is. I find catharsis in the action of wiping down the counters. I find pleasure in mopping the floor, like watching the wet streaks appear and knowing that that is clean. Um, I, I enjoy the process and especially the results of my little son. It takes an hour. Um, I have it's asses, glasses, and trashes. So if an ass goes on it, it gets cleaned. If a glass goes on it, it gets cleaned. If it contains trash, it gets cleaned. That's what the reset is. But I find such a catharsis doing that, that that is self-care because I like the physical action of doing it. And I love the results of having all those things just done. That's how um, I feel specifically about cleaning the kitchen. Every other room, not for me. Yeah, Love yeah okay. I don't. I don't share that. So it's, it's <laughs> okay, but but so, what is your self care, Tori? Oh, I wasn't. Oh, you didn't think I was going to turn that around. You thought uh, you were going to get out yeah, of that question. Huh? Such good care of myself. I go to therapy, and that's and that great. isn't even a joke. That's that's a yeah. huge amount of self care for me. And I watch Rent. And that's not a joke. I've done that for over no. 20 years. I just, that's a thing. I enjoy it. Anything to do with rent. Uh, and and I have a, the rats, of course. Yeah, I snuggle my rats. And I have a secret drawer full of candy in my bedroom. Yes. Nice. And I it's, and I have like all the fancy candies and no one knows it's there. It's just. I, I it's too my... have a secret drawer of candy. Do you have yeah. a secret candy drawer, Emily? No, I just always have candy. It's not a secret. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't always want the candy, but everyone else in my house does. So I have like a stash because like I do want one, but I don't want it right now. So I put it, but sometimes I forget about it and then it gets like that weird crust on the chocolate and I'm like, waited too long for that. So I have a question for both of you though. Can self-care be a thing you don't do instead of something you do to or for yourself? Can choosing not to do a thing be a version of self-care. Yeah. Cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I clean, I'm like, please don't let this be my last day because I don't want my last day spent cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> and I have, my husband works a lot. So a lot of the basic everyday keeping the house function falls on me because I'm the one that's there. And so a mm -hmm. lot of times I have to choose like, do you want to get laundry done today? Do you want to do the dishes today? Or do you want to play the piano or read a book? Mm -hmm. And more often than not, I don't choose the cleaning as long as it's not, as long as the house is functioning. Right. Yeah. But yeah, but there's times when it's not functioning and then I have to choose the cleaning. But yeah, but, it, but it's against my will. It is. <laughs> it is a loaded question there because I think that not doing things can be self-care, mm -hmm. but there is you there is shame in your head you have to work through. Yeah. And and I feel like Emily, you probably had to work through that to be able to say, I'm not gonna clean today. And mm -hmm. that isn't an easy thing to do. And so I think for me, like uh self-care of not doing something is like yeah, I'm not going to call my mom today. Like mm. that's, that's self-care, right? <laughs> and it's like avoiding, it's, you know, that's how I would say it. Because for me, I'm more similar to Gwenna in that I do enjoy the house being clean, but then I'm more, I'm like you where I don't want to do it. I just yeah. want the results. Yeah. So it's, it's that balance. I'm like, I'm going to wipe that counter and then go play piano. And then nothing is ever fully done, mm -hmm. but it's functional. Yeah. I definitely have, I have 
rooms and zones. Like when it comes to the choosing not to do it, I will, I hate laundry. I despise it with everything that is in me of all the ways that I can find catharsis and cleaning. Laundry is the opposite of whatever <laughs> that is. Is there an activity that actually removes dopamine from your brain? That's laundry for me. <laughs> it like it, it sucks all serotonin and dopamine that anything the rest of the day might've given me. It's gone burned Relatable. away immediately by having to do laundry. So when you walk through my house, um, it's clean, it's organized. I, I have a place for everything. Cause otherwise my ADHD will forget that it exists until you walk into my bedroom, specifically on my side of the bedroom, because our, our bedroom just happens to be split down the center. And then it's just chaos goblin. Like I'm rifling through piles of clothes. <laughs> like I've never, I haven't worn a matched sock since 2004. I have a clean pile of laundry that moves depending on what time of day it is. Okay. So during the day where I need to use my desk in my room, it's on the bed. But when I go to bed, I move it to the desk in my room. It's two steps from my closet. I could just, nope. I just move it back and forth. So I have a question because this leads us to, because we all have, so I used to call it my room of shame. And then Casey Davis called me on that shit. She goes, if you're going to call it the room of shame, you're normalizing that you should feel shame about that. And that's stupid because I love how short and abrupt Casey is. She will call you stupid to your face if you're being <laughs> stupid, <laughs> but she goes, that's, that's dumb. So if there's a room that you've just acquiesced, that's not going to be as clean. You've deprioritized it to the point that it just gets to exist in its state of function, if not cleanliness, that's fine. Stop calling it the room of shame. So we all have that place. And I know that you have encountered these types of trolls before, Emily, where they're like, oh, well, you're normalizing your kids living in filth. Oh my God. But where is the line between managed chaos where your house is still functional People might not view it as functional, but you know how your family needs to operate in it. So it is what I would call managed chaos and overloaded, overwhelmed. Now we're really starting to be concerned. I haven't touched that pile in so long. Like it's starting to smell. Is there maybe something like a food container that got missed and buried or something like where is the line between managed chaos and overload overwhelm? I think that is the line. I think you know the line. I think when it no longer <laughs> is, when it switches from, okay, this is not as functional anymore. Like that's mm -hmm. when I have to do like, okay, today is the day where I have to get everything back and functioning. Um, but yeah, if I don't, if there's dishes in the sink, but we have clean dishes and yeah, nothing's moldy or mm -hmm. super stinking up the house or whatever. Yeah. I think you know the line when it's, this is no longer functioning well. Even and everyone has a different line. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and nothing's, a health hazard or, you know, something like that. But yeah, I think. How do you address the trolls that are like, okay, you're just normalizing filth. Uh, keep in mind, this is troll report. I do not believe that Emily is normalizing filth at all. I block them. <laughs> it's a satisfying block, isn't it? I, when someone just shows up I with some garbage. Block party. I had a block party this year. I don't, I'm just like, okay, bye. <laughs> I admit on, on Facebook um, when the occasional time that I get into my Facebook comments, cause I know better than to get into Facebook, Facebook comments. If I like see a group, like someone tags their friend and then they're like, Oh my God, she's so cringe. I just block them both. <laughs> I did have a comment and I went to her profile page where she had shared a lovely image about how we should be kind to others. <laughs> it's always if you have to announce in your profile be be kind you are not kind 
That's that's science. I made a little video, gave her a C plus for real life execution of the message. <laughs> <laughs> she should maybe work a little harder on that. But oh my goodness. By the time baby number two comes, you feel superhuman. You totally have it all figured out. You got this. But then the reality sets in. It's more than twice the work and can sometimes feel like absolute chaos. It's obviously not always going to go right, but you'll take any opportunity to make it a little easier. The Honest Company has a new line of calming products for the whole family, so your little ones will go down easier and you can have a moment of honest relaxation. The Calm Collection is a line of dreamy and calming lavender products to help make you and your baby's bedtime routine smoother. They have lavender wipes to clean up sticky hands and messes, a calm lavender bath and body set that's both gentle enough for babies and soothing self-care for moms, lightweight lavender body oil to help wind down before bedtime, and fun purple printed pajamas made with 100% certified organic cotton. The sooner your little ones go to bed, the sooner you are able to relax. For a little while, anyway. Their Calm Lavender Collection is made with lavender essential oils that help calm babies before bed. And their super absorbent overnight diapers have up to 12 hours of leak protection. With a focus on sustainability and clean products, The Honest Company works with toxicologists at their in-house lab to create eco-friendly, safe, and effective products you can feel good using. Body products are naturally derived and designed for all skin types, while their diapers are made with plant-based materials that are ultra-soft and super absorbent. Good for your whole family? and your environment. Try Honest for yourself. Shop at Target, Amazon, Walmart, and Honest.com. Hydrating doesn't have to be boring. Splash Refresher spices it up by putting fun and hydration in one. Because as a mom, I already have my hands full. Splash Refreshers are delicious, bright, flavorful, and available in five craveable flavors. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and a splash of sweetness for a hydrating and delicious beverage you'll come back to again and again. My favorite flavor is the lemon. Uh, it really does taste like lemonade, so I'm getting hydrated, and it just feels like I'm drinking lemonade. Splash Refresher perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. Available in five craveable flavors, wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange, Splash Refresher is there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. There's a flavor for everyone to enjoy. They are delicious, bright, flavorful, and hydrating, and zero calories, so you can have fun flavored water without any guilt. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart, or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. What cracks me up is Emily really is this chipper, bright, happy person, which means her clapbacks when they come and they're not often are so incredibly epic. They are. <laughs> they are. And that's what I think we need all of our listeners to know is that Emily is actually this bright, joyful, wonderful person yes. that she appears to be online. She's, yeah, it's just, it's her existence and we <laughs> love true. her. Yeah. She, she's the best and she's normalizing things that like now and then I don't fully push my mess out of the camera all the way. Most of the time I, I still remember. Well, and I think it's something that's like ingrained in us from like our own childhood because like mm -hmm. my mom, our house, like hoarder level. Okay. But if we knew company was coming, yeah, it would it be all gets impeccable. Hidden. Like I've, it, there was a few days a year where that house was like showroom ready and it gets in your head that if people are to see your living space, that is what is expected. My mom used to call it company clean. Like when she's like, we need to clean this house and it needs to be company clean. And then we're like, oh, okay, this is serious. I had a, a moment where, you know, like I, it's easy to say like, oh, I wouldn't care if someone came over when my house was a mess. 
But I had someone drop by that was surprising me. Truly, and my house was, it was borderline on that overwhelm. Yeah. It was, it was, and I, I had this moment of like, okay, well, here's your, put your money where your mouth is. Like, do you really not care? And I was like, well, okay. She came in. I made her coffee. I pushed all my kids' crap out of the way, made her a spot on the couch. And we had <laughs> a lovely time. And there was yeah. no, and she didn't judge me and she didn't care. And we played with the kids and we had ice cream and it was this great day. And mm-hmm. I just thought, okay, nothing terrible happened. And yeah. she's still my friend. And so that helped me I too a lot. I love that so much. I do yeah. think like there is a line when you're making friends with someone where you know they're your real friend when I don't have to have it company clean, just tidy. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's the difference. Okay, not everything is perfectly in its place, but like we know each other enough that I don't feel like I have to impress you anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I was I was so excited when my mother in law came over right after the littles were born, and not right after it was several months, but deep in the fog, deep in the baby shit everywhere, literal and metaphorical baby shit everywhere. <laughs> she dropped by unannounced. And that was not a thing that she did very often, but she happened to be down near where I live because I live in the middle of nowhere. And she swung by and she was like, I'm so sorry. You can tell me to go if, if you're just, you're not in a place. And like, she did everything possibly right. And I was like, I'm so sorry. And she literally took her hand and put it on my face over my mouth. And she said, if you apologize for being a functioning mom with two infants in this moment, I'm going to be very disappointed in you. Not the disappointed. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. I'm sorry. And then, and then she, again, she did exactly what she needed to do. She started picking shit up and she started like just putting it on surfaces. So it wasn't on the floor. She washed some dishes for me that she didn't need to do. We have a dishwasher, but (laughs) I was so incredibly grateful because in that moment, when I say my asshole puckered to my throat (laughs) because my mother-in-law was walking into this absolute infantile chaos i was like oh my god she's gonna think her son married whatever this is it is so hard to let go of the shame because we all know we all know every person that we know has moments where their house is either on the line or past the line into the overwhelm (laughs) and yet we still feel like we are the only ones Mm -hmm. yeah and that is that is the whole thing with the normalizing normal it is normal to let things go sometimes because your priorities are other places that doesn't mean that you're a bad person or a bad parent or that your house is disgusting it just Mm -hmm. means that your energy had to go to other places right now Mm -hmm. and and if it was other places that were responsibilities or literally you have been running like crazy and you just need a day to yourself to do what you want that's all it's it's okay even if someone random knocks on your door yeah Mm -hmm. um it it's okay it's okay to have the mess yeah. So I've got I've got one more question. We're starting to run out of time. I've got one more question, um, and it's about chores. Uh-huh. So I have always been <laughs> very. That's a positive note to start. I've always been very curious because for mm-hmm. for me, when I'm explaining chores to my kids, I can be like, "You see the the sink. This is the expectation. This is what we're aiming for." As often as is reasonable. And this is said with absolutely no judgment, given the conversation we've just had. When a perfectly tidy home mm-hmm. is not a value or a priority in that time of your life, how do you get your kids to buy into chores? Or, and, and I leave room for it, your littles are littler. Yeah. So, yeah, my kids are five and three. I don't focus mm-hmm. on chores a lot right now. But I've also right. kept the conversation, whenever I talk about our home, it's always 
our home. It's not Mm -hmm. my home. And then I always use the word functioning. Like we need this to be functionable. We need to, so kind of showing them the line has been crossed. This is no longer functionable, but I more do a style of invite them to help. And they Mm -hmm. usually do. So, Hey, you want to go to the park? That's really cool. But before we do that, we need to get the house in a better state of function. So we need to, the dining room and the living room and the playroom kind of need to be picked up. A better state of function is a life-changing I'm going to start using that from here on out. Thank you. Yeah. That was a great nugget. <laughs> we don't have to clean the room. We need to get it to a better state of function before mm-hmm. we... Holy fuck. You just imploded my entire... Yeah, you just... That was brilliant. Life-changing. Yeah. Oh my God, that's brilliant, Emily. And so I I can say like, here's what needs to be done. And I do say, and I keep doing this because it works for my kids, right? So I do say, I'm going to do this. If you would like to pitch in and help, we can get to that fun Mm -hmm. place a lot faster. But I don't force them to do it because 90% of the time they help me and they ask what they can do to help. And that 10%, I'm kind of like, maybe they're tired. And maybe they well, and also if you try to force a five year old to clean, really, they're just going to be mad and still not cleaning. But now everyone's just mad. Yeah. And sometimes my threshold is not there to be able to have the patience to have them help me. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of play it by ear. But yeah, I, I, I worded in a state of the house is no longer functioning. Let's get it to a better state of function. And then so, no, I don't I don't I don't have chore charts. They don't have um, I have paid them like I'm going to be honest, I underpaid them. Because they don't understand the value of money. But <laughs> no, no, no. That is, have I paid my five? My nah, it doesn't work anymore because they're learning about it. I've paid my four year olds, and I'll give you a penny for this. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Can't I'm get like, shit for a penny, but they don't care. Do this extra bigger task. I will give you a dollar. I know. I'm here it's for buy-in. it. It's buy-in. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. So yeah, I don't. I don't. We don't do chore charts yet. Um, I'm. I'm. I and I can't say what I'm going to do as they get older, but I imagine their responsibilities are going to grow as they get older and they'll have more specific tasks that will be their responsibility. But right now at five and three, it's just not a main. Focus. Can I share a humble mom brag? That's going to probably annoy both of you. I love it. Go for it. My littles mm-hmm. can now put away their own laundry. I have to get it out of the dryer for them because they have short little legs, <laughs> but then I put it in their hamper and they, they hang up the stuff that needs to be hung up. The pants are more or less folded. We have a family dresser that I handle it's in my laundry room because it would mm-hmm. never get put away if I tried to have put it in their rooms it would never happen I would never have the it, my executive doesn't function well enough to teach them how to do it we don't <laughs> so that's, that's just mine right now yeah but that's my kids are more likely my younger ones my eldest is you know she's a preteen if I say hey empty the dishwasher she just does it yeah. but the younger they are more likely to just jump in and help me do something. Then if I say, Hey, can you go tidy your room? Well, I don't know how I don't want to, it's going to take forever and to start with your stuffies and then come and ask me what to do next. But it's without working together though. Yeah. My, my middleist did call me out recently. Uh, she said to me, mom, how come you keep the house so much cleaner than you used to? And the answer <laughs> to that question is that I got medicated for my ADHD and I could finish the task. <laughs> I'm better at it now. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm a smart ass, obviously. And I don't always, especially when I'm, when I'm at home, I don't always think about the words that come out of my mouth before they come out. <laughs> so we moved recently. I say recently, we moved several months ago, but 
the girl child walked out and she goes, and I was doing my reset, which is new to this house. It's, it's why it's, that might be why I still like it is because it's pretty new. <laughs> I'm, You're I'm not bored yet. Leave room for yeah. that. But my girl child walked out and she goes, mom, why is this house cleaner than our old house? And our old house, I mean, you guys saw it. It was, yeah. it was never. Yeah. I say without judgment, it was always tidier than yours because I've always put a higher emphasis. It matters more to you. It matters yeah. more to me. So, uh, but this house is arguably even tidier than that one. And because I didn't think about the words that I said, oh, because I like this house better. Oh, okay. <laughs> mine, not- is, mine is, I still haven't unpacked this house, even though we moved in seven months ago. There are still boxes <laughs> in the garage, so I can't make a mess if it's not in the house. <laughs> that, that's That's not the reason. That's just... That's, that's yeah, the, that's the word that comes out of your mouth sometimes. And then your out. kids give you that puzzled look and you're like, I, let me pick different words. Yeah. <laughs> can, can you forget that? Just, no, we're going to remember this until you're 37. Got it. Remember that time you said you like, okay, no. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> I do remember because you won't let me forget. Yeah. <laughs> Emily, I am so very sorry, but we are out of time. We did not set a timer, but we we do we do have to wrap this up. Thank you so much for listening to Childproof from Betches Media. We would love to hear the mom parisons that you have defeated. Email us at childproof at betches.com. Emily, thank you so much for being on with us. Tell the people where they can find you in all the places. Yes. Um I'm Emily Jean. Jam. Jam, right. Three 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 on TikTok. Emily Jean Ferret on Instagram. And you guys got to say my name right one of these days. Okay, <laughs> Emily Jean, but if you want to know how to spell it, G-Ann. G-Ann. Yeah. It's, yeah. With, with the, the 80s E, by the way. <laughs> yeah, make sure you follow Emily Jean 333. We love her. You'll love her too. And give me a follow. I'm at Tori Phantom. She is at Mama Cusses. And make sure you are following at Betches Moms on Instagram too. Tune in every Wednesday, wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Uh, Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Be sure to leave us a rating as well. Also, I wrote a book. You should pre-order it. Pre-order it. It's great. We love it. And remember, sometimes our kids are assholes. And sometimes it's us. Childproof is produced by Rebecca Salsmacow and Sean Kilby. Editing by Shannon Sassone. Social media by Lauren Salome. Guest booking by Allie Friedlander. Be sure to follow us at at Betches Moms on Instagram and send us your email at childproof at Betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy, perfectly blending refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. Available in five craveable flavors, there's a flavor for everyone to enjoy. My favorite flavor is the lemon. The mandarin orange is my favorite flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.